Thank you for connecting to this podcast from Faith Renewed Outreach Center. We hope that it's an encouragement to you today. For more information, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. So great to see you this morning. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful crowd. We're so glad that you're here. And I have enjoyed saying this today, and I'm going to probably say it a few more times. Happy 10 years, Faith Renewed. (coughs) Happy 10 years, Faith Renewed. If this is your very first time with us, man, we're so pumped. We're so glad God sent you here today to hang out and worship and celebrate this day with us. And uh, I just uh, pray God blesses you, man, in just a supernatural way. And, uh, man, he just gets all the glory and honor he deserves. And, uh, but we're glad you're here. If this is your first time, I hope you've already just felt the love of God since you walked through the doors here. I know it's a different place, but his love's the same. He remains the same. And so uh, it is just so good. And we're glad you're here. But if this is the first time you're with us, we want to do this let you know we're glad you came. Faith, your new family, let our first-time guests know you're glad they came this morning. Awesome, 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 man. We have, I know it's a little bit different, all the kids in here running around, man. I just, that's family. That's the family reunion, man. When you get together, all the kids just go crazy, man. So we've seen some of that. But I'm just so excited today to be able to celebrate th- this day with you. And um, my wife had me crying the very first thing. I didn't know she was going to do that. But uh, I want to do a, a, just a quick as well, say thank you uh, to my wife and um, the beautiful gift that, sh- that uh, God gave me and her. And um, I do not ever ever want to do ministry without her. So uh, I pray when we leave this earth, we leave together. So uh, so that's my heart, and I just want to do this without her. I'm so thankful for you, and I love you so much. And our kids, uh, man, like I say, man, these guys are awesome. Each one, again, walking into their ministry gift, and uh, it's just so cool. So thank you, family. I love you guys so much. Uh, To our team of uh, workers and leaders and service and people who get together in this uh, this church, man, this don't happen uh, with a family. This this one small family happens with a big family. So each of you guys have played a part. The leadership team is incredible. John Maxwell says this, and I love this quote. He said, teamwork makes the dream work, but a vision becomes a nightmare when the leader has a big dream and a bad team. And uh, so, man, we have a big dream, but, man, we got an incredible team that help makes that happen. And thank you, church family. Man, uh, we've learned some things that the church is not an organization. It's not a business. It's people. And so uh, that's what this is about today, man. We have the most loving people in America, and I believe that. You heard day one what the vision of this church was, and, man, that's happening because of you. Thank you for that. And so I'm just very, very excited about that and uh, what God is doing. And uh, I just think it was only fitting today. Um, that we are mobile. Some of you early folks who've been in it, just, I just think it's only fitting, man, because it's easy to get comfortable somewhere. So, uh, man, I think it's just a, a challenges that come with that. Uh, we saw challenges in the lights and sounds and all those types of things. We had that in a movie theater when we first started 10 years ago. So it just reminds me of this, man. It's not about everything going together. It's not a show. It's about the spirit. It's about who's here. It's about God's presence. And so he's here, so I'm just thankful for that. How many understands and knows a show can't save you? But a Savior will. So, uh, so just let that settle. So again, it's, and we also know this. It's very cool, too. The church is not a building. And so, man, the church can go everywhere, be anywhere, all together when we come together in God's presence. And so I'm just so thankful for that. And I just think it's only fitting that as we come together today, we do something we started 10 years ago. And that's open up the Word of God together. And, uh, and so I want you to do this for the very first time in a new decade of ministry for this church. If you have your Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 13. <clears throat> you new folks just said, what happened? I'm sorry, man. No, no, we get excited about the Word of God in this place, and um, 
we just, uh, we're just, we just, again, from day one, I know this is the word of God that will change you, and uh, that's what will save you and, and, and change your life. So we want to do this. I want to, I want to do something today. I want to read one verse, one verse, and so uh, somebody's like, what? Pastor's going to read one verse. We're going to read one verse, just share a few thoughts, and uh, then we're going to eat cake. Give out free T-shirts, celebrate, take pictures. But uh, I think we gotta uh, we got to read the Bible first and get in God's Word first of all. So Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, when you got it, say amen. amen. Let's do this. Let's read this verse together. It'll be on the screen if you don't have a Bible. If you need a Bible, stop by our hospitality uh, table after service. We'll give you a Bible. Every person needs their own Bible. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Wow. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can we do this? Can we close our eyes one more time, pray together, and then just talk a little bit, celebrate some goodness of God. So, Father, thank you so much one more time, Father, for for 10 years of ministry for this church, God. Lord, it has happened, and, and it's happening and will continue to happen because you are gracious. Not because we're good, but because you, Father, are gracious. So, Lord, we can't take one step and it ever work or be successful without you, God. So, Lord, we thank you today for your presence of the Holy Spirit that is sitting on this ministry, God, that is resting on it, God. And, Lord, we thank you for 10. We celebrate it today, God, and we step into the next step, the next level of ministry that you have for us. And we give you thanks for it in Jesus' name Amen. 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 Wow. Um, as I uh, was preparing for this message, I just prayed and said, God, what is it we need to look at today? We, um, I, I get asked often, what you going to preach on? And Angel asked me this uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago. She said, what you going to preach on Sunday? And I looked at her and have my, a standard answer for anyone who asks me what I preach on. And the answer was Jesus. And uh, for those of you that know that, I've been preaching Jesus now for 20 years, and I will never stop until I get to see him face to face. And so we're going to keep preaching Jesus. And so, but today, uh, we're going to talk about him a little bit, because here's the truth, that is the only constant in my life. Jesus is the only constant in my life. And so there's been a lot of things change. Uh, we're going to watch a, a slideshow in a few moments and uh, kind of look back over 10 years. Uh, there have been a lot of hairstyles. <clears throat> In 10 years, um, uh, there's been many, there's been many clothing style changes. Um, uh, Adam, my son, who thinks he's cutting edge, current and a hip and cool, and he is, uh, has made fun of uh, my clothing attire at times in different stages of, of my life. He looked back and laughed at us a few times, but how many knows that 10 years from now, he's going to be laughing about what he had on today. So, uh, and so... Um, my bad, dog. Uh, but uh, we, 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 we think and these things happen. But here's the truth. Jesus is the only thing constant. He's the only thing that remains the same. And so we actually get to hear Jesus' words in Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. I love the verse where Jesus does this. He actually speaks. And John, who was on an island, who was placed there to write the book for us, Revelation, he actually hears the voice and the, the words from Jesus. And he says this. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, 
the Almighty. That is the Jesus we're talking about this morning. And so I want to just, again, unfold and look at in this verse in Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews is an incredible book. I encourage you to study it. We did a verse-by-verse study of this book on uh, Wednesday night, and uh, it took us months to go through it. But this is a beautiful book. This book was written uh, primarily to the Jewish people who had done this, who had come to Christ, and now they were struggling with the decision that they had made. They actually were struggling with the decision to follow Christ, and they were wondering if they had made the right decision decision because they had begun to get in their mind that Christ would have an early return. They believed the word that Jesus was going to come again. They put faith in that, hope in that, and that they believed that he would return quickly. But then it didn't happen like you always thought he was going to happen. These people thought maybe, hey, Jesus is going to come tomorrow. Tomorrow came and it didn't happen. You know, sometimes this is what happens, man. It always doesn't happen. Jesus' plan doesn't always work on your timetable. And, uh, and that is important. We need to see that. These guys were struggling with this decision. They were looking at this. But this book, again, written to these Jews, we know this. It applies to us because the Bible says there's neither Jew nor Greek in, 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 uh, when it comes to being in Christ. And so we understand how beautiful this is. This is written to believers. And in the book of Hebrews, you see things begin to unfold. So, again, study it. You'll see things where uh, we get to hear some of the most powerful words of Scripture where he says things like, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. He says things like that he is the mediator of a new covenant. He who promised is faithful. We get to see in Hebrews 11 the hall of faith. All of these people who had who have followed Christ and were in this hall of faith. And then something begins to shift around verse 12. We begin to see where this kind of becomes a book of instruction. And where he begins to give instruction to certain people's lives. And so he says things like, lay aside every weight, the things that are holding you down, keeping you bondage. He said, lay those things aside. He says things like, I'll never leave you, never forsake you. Uh, he says that, uh, that we're uh, in this place where he begins to kind of uh, challenge and get really in your business a lot. And right in the middle of this passage, we see something so beautiful that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I, I want to look at just, just quickly today a few things. First of all, man, let's look at yesterday. Let's look at yesterday. We see here that, again, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's look at yesterday. I, I'm, I'm so thankful for yesterday. You know, if yesterday had not happened, today wouldn't take place. If, if it had not took place, if, if yesterday hadn't happened, and so we began to do this, Pastor Chris and I were just sitting back and we were thinking, reflecting over what has happened yesterday, over what has taken place over 10 years of ministry, and we began to just, I mean, just numbers after numbers of people begin to come into our mind who had come to Christ, many families that have been brought back together. We have seen incredible stories of restoration where there were places where it seemed like there was no way this will ever work and God bring healing to it. We watch him do it over and over and over. We've watched miracles happen. We've watched diseases be destroyed underneath the power of Jesus' name. We've seen it over and over again. It is a beautiful, incredible thing. Miracle after miracle. Homes built back together. Marriages restored. Families brought together. Church grows. Salvation comes. Heaven getting more full because of what this church is doing. I'm so thankful for yesterday. I love it. I'm, so, I'm just so thankful. And as I look back over what God has done, he's, he, he did some beautiful things yesterday. He gave us the name of this church. 
I still remember it so vividly. I was getting ready to go somewhere, and, and uh, you know, there's, there's some times when you just know, some things you just know when God speaks to your heart. There's no denying it. You know it. And so he spoke, and he said two words uh, uh, to us, then uh, uh, now probably close to 11 years ago. But he spoke two words in my heart so, so, so clearly. He said, faith renewed. I was like, all right, God. Okay, thank you. And, uh, and, and went on my way, and then I came down. We had to begin to have a conversation about what that means. And we just began to see how God began to move and how he began to put things in place and how he began to work over time. And, and we had a heart to have a church and to be part of a church that uh, really, truly is all about Jesus and, uh, and just where he is, gets glory and honor, where people come to Christ and, and, and there's no politics, man, and there's none of this religious junk and there's none of this thing. I'm not knocking anything or anybody, but I don't believe I find those things pleasing to God's sight in Scripture. And I didn't want that, and so I'm just so thankful that over, over that time, we watched something unfold, and we watched this church begin to fold, but that be, uh, unfold, and we saw that take place when he did this, when he spoke to our heart yesterday. I love that. I'm just so thankful. And you'll see something in Scripture, and this is what we need to learn to do. It's important that you do this in your life. It's important when God does something in your life, you build an altar. It's so important. And you'll see throughout Scripture where the, uh, the, the children of God who come to Christ and God would do things in their life, they would take time to build an altar. It was a place where uh, that, that literally they would reflect on and remember what God did there and where they would, they would remember that, wait a minute, it was in that moment that I encountered God. And they'd build an altar and they'd put that altar in that place and they would remember and reflect so thankful for the altars of, in, in my life. Uh, I'm thankful for each and every one. And I want to encourage you, if, if there's places in your life where you know God showed up and you encountered him, go back, build an altar there. Remember that altar. Remember what God did in that moment. I'm thankful for yesterday. Always reflect on that. And it's a beautiful thing what an altar can do. An altar does this, and this is why it's important that you build one. When you have an altar, you can sacrifice and burn the things that are trying to destroy you. The things that are maybe coming against you, the things that maybe are out to, to hinder and destroy your life. You have a place now that you can lay that on the altar. And so again, build those altars in those life in, in your life. And this is what an altar should do. An altar should alter us. An altar should alter us. And so we do this. We remember <clears throat> that it was in that moment that God came in and we encountered him and he showed up and he did something beautiful in our life. And then we get to do this. We get to celebrate that in that moment and then we allow this to lay everything there that has hindered us, maybe stopped us, that may be trying to stop us from going to the next place. We lay it all there, celebrate it, and then we do something very important. We take a next step. Now, uh, we can't do this. We can't come to the place to where we just live there and stay in that one place remembering that one thing. We have to celebrate that and be thankful for that, but we can't just stay there. You have to understand some things. There's some things in your life, those things that were trying to hold you and keep you back, you need to leave them on that altar and step into the next thing because have you ever seen someone who's trying to stay in yesterday? 
They've been out of school 25 years and they're still wearing their letterman jacket. <laughs> Hope nobody has one on today, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> if, if you do, I apologize. Um, I, 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 I've asked for your forgiveness. But, but I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. That, that, that one who's still, it's been a while. You know, uh, it, it doesn't fit them like it used to fit them. It used to zip up, and now it comes to about right there. And it doesn't work all the way. And, and, but they're still trying to hang on to yesterday. Again, it's very important what happened yesterday. But you can't stay there. Because God says something that's so beautiful, and it's how we have to begin to figure out some things. And this is what's tough thing to do with a verse like this. We have to figure out that God, and uh, that he is the same yesterday, day, and forever, but we're not supposed to be. We're not, there's supposed to be some change in our life. There again, that altar alters us, and things begin to shift and change. It will begin to go a different direction. And so we do this. We understand, again, this God of yesterday is the God of today. He's the God of today. And so don't do this. Don't get caught up living in the past. Don't get caught up living in that place where you maybe had a moment, good or bad. I, I, I know I was the other day, um, uh, it's been now, I guess, a couple of months. I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to live with like half of our praise team. Um, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful uh, for that. And I, I just, I, I get to, you know, live with them. And uh, I love it, man, when Adam's home from school and he's down there playing and, and just all this stuff, the Spirit of God just flows through the house. And there was a moment when Angel and Adam were, were in the uh, rec room and they were worshiping. And I did this. I grabbed my phone. I was like, man, I've got to capture this moment. And I, I grabbed it out. I took my phone out. I put it on video. And then I began to record that moment that was taking place. It's awesome. I was like, man, this is beautiful. Beautiful. I was, I was like, man, I'm going to Facebook it. I'm going to get all these likes. Everybody's going to think this is awesome. Uh, and so I, I'm, I, I was videoing it. And how many have seen the, the, the commercial where you're right in the middle of video and that per, most important moment in your life and your phone is, storage is full? Come on, somebody. I mean, it was, it, it, I, it was beautiful. I was sitting there, and I, and I knew the song, and I loved the song, and I was sitting there, and they were videoing, I mean, they were singing, and I was videoing, and it was beautiful. It was a moment of worship, and in that moment of worship, storageful. Now, I'm frustrated, aggravated, I'm like, man, my number count, my likes are about to go down because I've just missed the best part of the video. I mean, all this moment. But I began to think about what was going on, and and as I reflected back on that moment, it, it just taught me something. I thought about all the other previous moments of worship and memories I had on this phone. I began to be just, you know, again, reflecting of and looking back of all the beautiful things that have happened, pictures and memories and, and things that have went down and, and even worship moments, previous services that I had grabbed the phone out video, previous moments of maybe sitting on the deck or, and, and, and us singing and worshiping or whatever it may be. And I took and I remembered those moments and I thought about something and it's something we need to see today. Those previous worship moments were stopping me from Encountering a current one. And I'm very fearful that sometimes this is what happens in our life. 
We let a maybe a, even a good thing like a previous praise mess up and stop our current one. There are times and there are things in our life, and it may not be a, a previous praise. You know what it could be? And for a lot of us, it's this as well. It could be a previous pain. And there are a lot of times and a lot of situations where we've done this. <clears throat> we, we want to uh, just, again, just remember the previous moment, the previous situation. And one of the reasons that God gave us this church is because there's a lot of people in pain. There are a lot of people that are hurting. There are a lot of people who have left church and, and walked out the doors and, and many to not return. And thankfully, he's brought some here. And God put on our hearts a place where we can see this. But listen, this is what's happening. Listen, please don't let the previous moment, the previous praise, the previous pain, whatever it is, stop you from moving into the current thing God wants to do in your life. You have to do this. Sometimes you have to understand and learn that you may have to go back and clear the storage off. You may have to go and let go of those things and, and, and don't miss today what God wants to do. Listen, what could he do today in you if you let go of tomorrow? If you let go of yesterday? If you let go of what may happen or what have? What would he do in your moment? What could he do to you today? There's some people I've seen that do this. There's some people who love pain for some reason. Some people look for it. I, I, I'm one of those. I want to avoid it if all possible. Um, have, I just, I just, you know, I don't cave, you know, too much to peer pressure. Try not to. Try to do my own thing. But have you ever had those people in your life who love pain? You know what I'm talking about. Have you ever been out to eat with someone, and they're the person who orders the hottest sauce? And, and, and it's not, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I've done that. I've stepped up to the challenges a couple times and different things. But they're not doing those things really because they're enjoying it, but it's because of the pain and things that sometimes are there. And I'm sitting there wondering in my mind, why are you doing this? And I'm trying to help them understand and see, this is a bad idea. Not just right now, this will be a bad idea later. Y'all going to get home and say, oh, I know what the pastor's talking about now. I get it. But, but just for a moment, please understand. Listen, there are certain things that you keep going back to that are hurting you. Let those things go. Because here's the result of it every time. Every time you run to that, there's immediate pain and there's going to be future pain. But we have to learn to do this. Understand that God is a God of right now. He's a God of today. Listen, what does he want to do in your life today? I don't, I don't believe this. I don't believe God just brought you here to be a part of a celebration. I believe he brought you here to speak into your situation and to do something special in your life today. And that's what I believe. And so I think God wants to do that in your heart in, the, in, the, in this day today. So again, he is the God of yesterday. He's the God of today. Look at your neighbor and say he's the God of forever. He's the God of forever. I am... Um, as I, again, we have to learn how to do this. Sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do, to kind of flow with God when he's moving and changing things and he's doing things in our life. And we have to do this. We have to be able to, in the moments when he's working and moving, flow with it and go with it. Because, again, I'm thankful and I'm pumped about what God did in 10 years of ministry. But you know something? I'm more excited today than I was 10 years ago. 
I'm more excited today about, about what God's going to do in the next decade, and I'm so thankful for that. But again, the same way you can't live in the past, you can't live in the future. You have to remember to grab God right now. But he wants us to do this. He wants us to have a faith and believe for some things and, and, and put your hope in some things. There's some of you today, listen, God wants to renew your faith. Again, he didn't just bring you here to be a part and to get some cake and a t-shirt. He brought you here to renew your faith. He wants to do something in your life. And so this is what today God wants you to see. He has some beautiful things in store for you. He tells us in Scripture, man, that right now he's thinking thoughts towards you. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. To give you a future, to give you a hope. He's thinking towards you right now. And this God of, of, of today is the God of forever. And you know why I have more anticipation about what he's going to do tomorrow and have faith for believe what's next because he never changes. And I cannot, over 10 years of ministry, look back and in any way see where God has not been faithful. Every time. Every time we needed him to show up, he showed up. Every time we got in a place where we said, God, we can't do it, it's going to have to take you. You know he did? He walked in the room. And so I promise you this, when you come to this place in your life, as we get ready to, as we, as we are right now on the current page, and as we get ready to turn the next one and step into forever, as we step into the next decade, listen, I want you to believe, just like I said service one 10 years ago, that anything is possible. That God can do something in your life. That's what I want you to believe in. So why today? Why am I in this place to where, and why am I at a place in a moment to where I just believe anything is possible? Because, again, God's the same, and also because of this, he's put a family together here. He has put a family together here. After service, there's going to be some people getting some video shots of testimonies, and you can see our video crew if, if, if you want to do that and just share briefly what God has done. But I, I was blessed. We have someone in our church. We have a family page on Facebook that's just a closed group for our family, and, and it's, it's the entire church body. And if you're part of their church and you're not on there, make sure we get you in that group because we just want to just, uh, again, do, do this thing called uh, following Christ with you. But someone posted this past week, and they said, man, we're celebrating 10 years. Can you maybe just kind of share your faith or new story, kind of share what happened, how you ended up here, what, what brought you here? And, uh, man, I sat there and began to read the comments that people had written on that post. And um, I, I want to close my time up and the worship team can get ready to come up. And I, I want to, to close my time with this. Man, I tell you, uh, this, is, this is things that this church says about themselves. Um, because, again, this is family. And everybody has family they talk about. If you're sitting there saying, I don't have any family that, that I talk about, you may be that family member that um, <laughs> getting talked about. My bad, uh, but <clears throat> this is this is the things that the family said about one another and about this church. And I'm so thankful. And I took names out. I took personal things out. But this is just what's being said. We were the most unchurched people ever, but when we walked through the doors from day one, faith renewed loved us. They showed us the love of Jesus that he could love even the most broken. And we haven't looked back since. Don't look back. Look ahead. One said, my heart was broken, and even though that it did not look like it from the outside, looking in, my life was a mess. That night experiencing God in a way that I had never experienced him before 
was a life-changing night. And I went home and told my husband that we have to go as a family. And it's been home ever since. One said, God has really moved in our church. Miracles have taken place. Broken lives have been fixed. Love has been restored. Souls have been saved. And healings have taken place over the last 10 years. One said, once you walk in the doors, you feel loved. And you don't want to leave. On top of all that, how awesome is it to hear that all the kids are learning constantly? One simply said, and I love it, the whole room was filled with love and the Holy Spirit. One said, this church is about love, grace, and forgiveness. If you're looking for a place where the love of Jesus is truly shown, this is it. One says, every church we had went on, our daughter would scream and never go to the nursery. You had that experience? I remember those days. But the first Sunday was the first Sunday that I was not interrupted to come and get her. She loved it, and she still does to this day. That was the main reason we stayed, but through the years, we have made lifetime family and friends. One said, you might be a visitor when you pull into the parking lot, but you leave feeling like family after being loved on by people at Faith Renewed. There's no place I want to be this side of heaven. The last one says this. It's more than a church. It's a family. It's what you guys are saying about one another. You know why that happens? Because, man, God is good. Because he is gracious. Because he's a loving God. And he's a God of the miraculous. We've seen things that, man, I tell you, if you talk to people about, sometimes it can kind of mess with them and freak them out some when you start telling them what God was doing in a service. But you can't deny when someone literally gets healed right before your eyes. You can't deny when someone walks in totally brokenhearted and leave healed and whole. We cannot deny those things. And it's only Jesus that does that. And I want you, if you would, just as quietly and reverently as you can, to just stand to your feet with me. And we want to ask God. I'm, I, I thank Him and we celebrate. And this is a moment of celebration for what God has done. It's a time where we get excited and believe for what's next. But listen, what's he want to do right now? What's he want to do right now in you? And one of the things we do every, every week, we close out our service with a song. We take time to pray for any needs that are in, in the room. And we watch God work. We watch God show up. And we watch God move. And so we just want to take the time as we close out this portion of the service to pray for any needs, to just be there and encourage you if you need that. If you're here, man, and you've never done this, you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, this is the day. (laughs) Can't change what happened yesterday. Don't wait till tomorrow. It may never come. But you're here today. And I want you, if you would, bow your heads with me and close your eyes. And I just want to pray over you guys. And then we're going to sing this last worship song together called Miracles. And we're going to pray that God releases today over this house 
any miracles, anything, that any uh, sign or wonder healing that he wants to do or perform in this place, that we allow him to do that. So as we just close our eyes and bow our heads and pray, I just want to know, I just want to know if there may be someone here who, who's in the situation. Again, this celebration is not more important than your situation. It's not more important than, than what God wants to do in you right now. So right now as you're standing there, if, you, if, you, if you're honest and real, you say, I'm in a situation, today I need God to show up. Today I need something from Him. I want you to just do this. Just say, just simply, just raise your hand up right now, right where you're standing. Just say, I need a, I need a touch from God. I see hands. See hands. Raise them up high. Don't keep them down. Don't keep them down. Raise them up. Raise them up. I see it. I need God to show up today. I see that. I see that. God bless you. I need Him to show up today. Don't wait till tomorrow. I want to pray over you. And as I pray over you, I just want you to get ready to just receive what God has as we close out this portion and as we close out one last time of reflection and worship to Him and thanksgiving. Our altars are going to be open. If you want to come down, someone will pray with you. If you just want to come find you a place to worship and just, and just celebrate and uh, just thank God again for what He's doing. Maybe some of you need to do this. Some of you need to build an altar this morning. You need to build an altar. You need to thank God for what he's done. Maybe the things that are stopping you from moving to the next step, missing out today, missing out tomorrow, I want you to do this. I want you to lay it on the altar. So, Father, I thank you today for every person, every heart that's been drawn into this place, for the ones that you're working on right now by your spirit, that you're changing hearts and lives. God, we thank you for every miracle, every sign, every wonder, every salvation. God, every, every healing and restoration has taken place. We're thankful for that. But God, we're open today to whatever it is that you may want to do in this moment. Today, we, we're open. So Father, as we celebrate and sing the song of miracles, Lord, we thank you that we'll see this in this place. And we'll celebrate it today. Your goodness and your grace. In Jesus' name.